Hello, welcome everybody. This is episode 6 of the Bad Sharks today, 7th of April 2020. Um, and uh, today we have a very, very special guest drinking uh, some fine wine in his house. <laughs> Not even sure where it is, but his cap- club captain, Bryn Hickson Rowden, everyone. Everyone clap, 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 clap. Everyone clap. Here he is. Thank you, gents. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So, um, Howdy doody. Uh, we went from the least professional serious footballer uh, last week in Jerry Van Leer to, mm-hmm. in my eyes, one of the most professional players I've met. So there we go. That's a bit of a shift for the Bad Sharks. That's a very high claim, Al. I'm not sure I'll ever we'll, I mean, live we'll up go to into it. it. Thank you anyway. We'll go into it in a short while. But firstly, the most important thing that James has been waiting for for seven whole days. Whose birthday is it? <sighs> Whose <sighs> birthday is it? Um, tell me, tell me, tell me. So I'm going to start with the non-footballers this time in a bit of a, bit of a twist are they, are, these April, are these April the 8th birthdays? Or April, April the 7th. 7th. Yeah, I've gone for the 7th oh, as right, it is okay. today. I've stuck with tradition. I requested the 8th, I think, last week. But yeah, yeah okay, yeah, let's yeah. do the 7th. Why not? It's the 7th. Yeah, so we've Go got uh, Jackie Chan and uh, Rus- Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Uh, Bryn, Russell do you Crow. want Russell oh, Crowe yeah. as a Kiwi or is he allowed to be Australian? That's an age old. I think he's... He's self self designated an Aussie, so uh, the Aussies can have. Right, he's gone. He's out. All right, good. Um, footballers, this is where it all comes in. Frank Ribery, we know Frank Ribery. Ah, uh, yeah. Is Wrong. he still around? I don't know if he's playing. Probably not. Um, he could be used as an example for that question I asked later on about you know ugly but good footballers. Frank, yeah, it's ugly, isn't he, Frank, yeah, he's got a weird old face. Yeah. That was a car. That was a car crash, though, wasn't yeah, it's it? Harsh, just to take the piss oh, out of him. Oh shit, was it? Yeah. <laughs> you just think he was born that way? I just thought his mum had dropped him. Just, or something. A, just oh, a, a life, okay. life-changing event. That's all. I just yeah. thought it was a French thing. Okay, that seems fair enough. Harsh, James. Sorry, anyway, uh, uh, Barry. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> right. Did he really? Um, so, what was he like before <laughs> the car crash? Who knows? It was. He was a kid, I think. Gorgeous. Okay. Right. Anyway, Will Will Hughes, <laughs> who um, is the bad lookalike for Simon from the JJs. If you wanted to find one, if anyone was sort of wondering what Simon might look like, he's a bit like Will Hughes. He's got very blonde hair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's a good lookalike. Yep. Yeah, there you go. And then um, a guy, uh, Christian Fuchs, depending on how you spe- how you pronounce his surname. Um, and that sort of leads me on that led me started my brain thinking about Mark Johnson's one of Mark Johnson's favourite games Mark Johnson isn't an alt JJ um, and it started Former off with, JJ. with um, trying to make a question out of a footballer's name so can Peter Crouch so the last two the last two words of the question have to be the have to be the player's name right so you've got can Peter Crouch yes can Danny drink water yes Okay. Uh, does does Juan matter? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess he kind of does. Um, My God, is Wes Brown? Sort of, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> well, we used to call him Wes Orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, he is Wes Brown. Anyway. I don't know. Um, one, th- I'm not shirt, sure, yeah. Bryn. You'll know this guy, but do you think Delhi Adabola? Adabola had a bought like a bowler hat. Ebola, or did, Ebola did, soup, Ebola virus, <laughs> yeah, in topical. Bloody hell! Do you think Daddy had Ebola? <laughs> Probably not. Um, and then I wonder how often Christian Fuchs. There you go. That was the whole point of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thanks to Mark Johnston for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great game. Uh, feel we free to send in your down. own. Send in your own viewers. Um, send them to Mark. He'll like them best. 
there you are. Yeah, yeah, do 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 that, viewers, because uh, we did ask you for some things recently, and uh, pretty much poor response, really. Not not much uh, came no in. Josh Dry any... and uh, Eddie yeah. sent me a couple of things, a, a couple of hints for uh, the Ryan Fib section. Oh right, the Ryan Fib section. Give me a few tips. So we didn't have any interest in people asking Bryn questions. They want me to beat you, Al. Was that was that something that didn't happen? No, no questions for Bryn. It's gonna, it's all down to me. <laughs> they know we've got the best questions, Al. What are they, what are yeah. they gonna come up with that we can't? All right, okay. Idiots. Well, all right. Well, we'll move on to to talking to Bryn because so far it's been a mixture of um, you know chat about people struggling with the wind and all these kind of things and now we're going to take a look behind the curtain of like the serious football so like these are people who from our lowly vantage point like they turn up apart from jerry obviously they turn up all looking robotic you've got your drag suits on you're very slick you've probably got nice shades you know you're all looking very similar you don't really talk to us a lot so this is the chance Bryn <laughs> to paint put some colour behind those personalities there must be some personalities in there uh, so let's let's get them out so to speak how about that sure thing yeah so um, I guess Bryn is like a big part of this club at the minute like you do a lot of things so tell us how did you get here Bryn what, what's your island Bay story so I guess what well, I started playing football when I was seven for Island Bay, yeah. um, and in the midst of where we are right now um, with football su- suspended, I mm. think I did the math and I I have played a season of football continuously for twenty years of my life, um, and all but three of those have been with Island Bay. Oh right, so where did you go for them three? That's an interesting question. Uh, down south to. Uh, Otago oh, University. That's okay. You didn't go to the Greeks or anything like that. No, I wouldn't yeah. dare. Wouldn't dare play for another club in in Wellington. That's right. not how. That's not how we do it. Do um, you live so in you Island Bay? So yeah, I I grew up in Island Bay, down oh, on the okay. beach. Mm. Down on the so beach. My lo- local club through and through. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, because you um you were so you were a kid all the way through the kids and all the way through that and I believe you yeah. you were in under 19s and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I had I had one season with the under nineteens before I went to went uni. To uni um, yeah. Came back came back from uni or came back from overseas and managed to manage to scrape myself into the first team squad. And you've been there ever since. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're gonna yeah. Apart I will hang from, on for as long as I can. Yeah, as long <laughs> as you help, you also have helped out the second team and maybe even the thirds in the past. So you're, you're that kind of guy. You will have a game of football if there's one going. Always, which is what Always. I like. Which is what I like. Um, so yeah, so I guess the last few seasons have been a bit traumatic. It's not been, it's not been great down at, uh, in the first team the last last little while. Like um, you've struggled a bit, and obviously the club has shrank. So now it's just a first and second team in that serious tier. Mm. Um, so yeah, talk us through. Do you want to do the just last season or the last couple of seasons? <laughs> um, so we keep it narrow, otherwise we'll be here forever. Yeah. So uh, Mick Waite was coach for a while. Yes. Um, for those of people who don't know who Mick is, he's um, he's a big character. He's a, a quite, was quite a big name in New Zealand football. Was he the All Whites coach at one point? I don't know. Something he was. Like, yeah. He yeah. Was. Um, and he didn't really endear himself to people who weren't in the first and second team he wasn't too interested in the rest of the club that's fair to say <laughs> yeah. and he only, we, the only time all of us normal people saw Mick was the end of season do <laughs> and at the end he would always tell a joke right 
and it was like the one time we had the girl, like a girls youth team at the front and he tells this story about how basically being a homosexual is better than being a Liverpool fan was the joke <laughs> so he's the face of your team at that point Brim. what what are you thinking um, about all that at that point um, you start burying your head in your hands um, and I mean the majority of the first team at that point are also blind drunk Oh, or that's at least the goal. So um, I'm sure a few people laughed inappropriately. Um, but yeah, it's not not ideal from a first team coach. No, no, not ideal at all. Um, yeah. Will, will no. I have been there, Al? Uh, no, I don't think you were there. Would that I have was been the there? year, I think, before you got um, really deeply involved. Deeply involved. Yeah, yeah. I think there were a few GJs there. It wasn't that busy. Oh, okay. Um, but he did it every year. Yeah, it was really weird. So my other Mick story is um, Mick getting into a taxi, really, really pissed, just planning, you know, getting Uber, sit quietly, and turn around and Mick sat next to me. <laughs> so Mick's the Uber driver, um, and my girlfriend's in the back, about to be sick. So um, got about 500 yards and uh, got out again. So that was great, wasn't it? That Brilliant. Was we, we had one of those in Mick's last season too as a you know and I won't name names but um, the bo- well, a couple of lads were on the chop on the Friday when of course they've been given semi-strict instructions to stay off it for the game the following day and right. they ordered an Uber at three in the morning lo and behold <laughs> the Uber driver was Mick <laughs> fucking hell did they, that's a nightmare did they play at all the I think day? they still started but they were clearly hung over um uh, you're not going to get away with that at your level. Really. <laughs> Every week we're talking to people at different levels. I love this different level thing. <laughs> this is a level above Jez and, and Brendan, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think Jerry could play at level if he tried, but there's a certain level, and I think this is why I said Brim was a freshman at the start. Brim's the next level up, and we talked about shouters. Oh, we have, we have. This guy does it in the warm-up, even. Are you a big shouter, Brim? <laughs> Unfortunately, I am, and I've been listening the last few weeks, and, and oh, yeah. when Al said... Oh, you should come on! And I knew this would come up. I knew this would come up. But yes, um, why don't you describe your shouting, Bryn? I, I apparently I turn, my um my parents are Welsh, and every bit of feedback that I get is that you go full Welsh, <laughs> and t- so my my accent changes and everything. Like that's the level that we're talking about. It's <laughs> full blown. What sort of yelling. what sort of thing do you shout in a warm up? Uh, come on, lads! Keep going! Anything. Keep going! I just, yeah. Keep going, lads. <laughs> Up the bay. Uh, my personal opinion is sound. Sound is better than anything. Uh, sound is better than dead air. So, yeah. And the boys get pissed off with it, but that's fine. Um, yeah, it's definitely a new level that I've never experienced. You know, as an overweight 36-year-old who's like reserve goalie, who shouldn't be the reserve goalie, being shouted out in the warm down. I mean, come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he just he just loves um, just even in even in the warm down when it's dark. You'll feel benefit above. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's terrible. Um, uh, you like a bit of five aside, Bryn? Do you do you do that indoors as well? Uh, maybe not five aside indoors, but five aside outdoors. I think that's that's where I draw the line. Is anything indoors? Keep quiet. Yeah. The sound reverberates. Are you so you? Uh, sorry, I was going to say. So you're club captain overall. Are you captain of the first team then? Are you? I, I have been in the past, but um, the last couple of years, uh, not. Um, okay. So I, 
but as Al's alluded to, I don't need an armband to yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lose my voice at yeah, the end yeah. of the game. So. Is, is, is the actual <laughs> captain a shouter as well? Um, it, 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 so the captain for the season's yet to be determined, but last year it was Rory Kyle Fleury. Um, and it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a playoff a lot of the time between you, the balance for the captain. Sometimes you need... A, outstanding leader sometimes you need the best player on the pitch to be wearing the armband um, so with with Roars and I are very two different players I'm the worst player on the pitch but perhaps the loudest and he's the best player on the pitch but the quietest so I think we complemented one another quite well in that regard When All right. are you vice captain? I don't think we even got to that we didn't, never needed never needed one alright okay so um one of your shouts again a first team thing that doesn't quite translate down uh, other clubs don't other teams don't do it I try and picture one of your shouts in my head um, and it was after the fifth goal had gone in away at Miramar and I was looking very very sad with myself and you just shouted come on Bay come on Bay is that is that like your go to is that when your mind's blank that's that's kind of what you go for up uh, yeah up the bay up the bay up the bay you bloody love Island Bay and you do the things in the hand um, all the circles for him. oh you do that yeah, this is oh, like an yeah. 80s that, movie I want to come and watch that and that's bay as well yeah it's bay bay again yeah ah right yeah. okay um, and the other one that the social teams haven't got yet is fins up <laughs> fins up yeah yeah so it's like uh, when they when they score they like put a, their hand above their head like like a fin and like sort of run around wobbling their head they all do that yeah 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 they all do it yeah so it's like um, yeah they kind of wriggle around and do that and okay. and it doesn't <laughs> really get down to to our level and when Jack uh, Williams did that at ours uh, for the JJ's when he filled in he um, we all looked at him like he'd pissed on our shoes I think oh bro <laughs> yeah yeah so it's, it doesn't quite work for us because it's I think it's rubbish bin, to be honest <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, I love it personally, but I, it comes from because you know, the, the Island Bay Sharks. But who? Where's it start from? So it's the Sharks. For, but who started it? No idea. And I think you might you might be right. Is that it looks slightly odd, especially if you don't have a clue. I usually like to get a bit of a head head wobble in at the same time, so you really look like you're swimming. Right, head wobble is yeah. key. Do you do yeah, this even if you're like? If you let's say you're four nil down and you get a goal, do you still do that celebration, or is it not a not happy enough moment to do the shark? Yeah, you don't bring the fin out when you're four nil down. Yeah, <laughs> it's very situational. <laughs> then, I'm guessing. Oh, definitely situational. Definitely. I mean, apart from if it's your first goal for the club, then that uh, uh, surely you get the fin out. Are yeah. all the other teams aware of this celebration? Apparently not, James. <laughs> Yes, the only other thing I noticed in my brief time with the um, with the first and second team is that the the new people with extra confidence, like they could have you know no motor skills whatsoever, and yet they still feel like they should be starting. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're just not very good, but they feel like they deserve to be leaders. You know what I mean? Up the alts, up the alts, brilliant. It's just really, really bizarre. What do you think? <laughs> it's fun. I class myself as one of those players, and and I think what what other players tend to do is to just roll your eyes, roll your eyes, 
pray that they don't get too many touches on the ball, um, <laughs> especially if they're in favour of the in favour with the coach. Um, it can get really niggly. The other the other thing to do is just put them down in training. What, like just completely um, take them out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so hard one. I mean, they have got that ingredient that you need to get to that level as well, don't you? Because you need a, a massive faith in yourself and you need a level of confidence. Uh, dare I say, a large ego. You need that absolutely to get to any high level. So they've got that. Yeah. Now they just need the skills You're right. yeah. <laughs> to pay the bills. And mostly not, unfortunately. How, how, how did you find that? coaching the seconds compared to the JJ's L was is it chalk and cheese um yeah yeah I mean obviously there's some nice people in the um mm. in the second team like they're all they're all lovely like, well, mostly lovely but yeah it was just um they, they prefer themselves to do well than the team <laughs> um which was not great and they'd always be trying to battle between themselves it was weird you know if there's two left backs they'd be like battling it out at training and then you know people in the JJ's when they're not in the team they would just be very polite they might mumble a little bit like oh can I play next week or something like that but in the seconds they all rang at me and thought they mm. knew more than I did which was insane really so mm. on that I'm assuming you know you, you've played 20 years uh, Bryn and uh, since you were 7 or whatever so like when a new manager comes in um, you all know the game quite well for your age I suppose Um do you need a manager who's really got a good like track record so you trust him, so to speak? Or else is there a danger that... you might think, you know what, I know more than this guy? Yeah, yeah, uh, personally, no. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was going to ask sort of how, you know, this, there was a, you've been through a couple of coaches now. The last couple of years we had Mick, then Tim Bush, who I worked with, um, and now James, obviously. So mm. what are the... Um, what are sort of the main differences, you know, between the likes of Mick, Tim, and um, and now James? Like, what do you kind of how when do you make a judgment on that? Uh, it was it, it, all everything comes out in the wash, right? So it, a lot of the time, it's it is time and and the exposure that players have to that coach and the and the number of games that they have under them. Um, and most notably, the the tough times, the trying times, is when you see the 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 medal that that a coach has, and whether or not they can dig you out of a hole, which in um, Tim's case, well, didn't happen, and it fell a lot to the players. So, but I mean, you know, that coaching decision wasn't made by the players. Yeah. Um, mm. It was made by by the committee, mm -hmm. um, and no one can foresee how. Without that, without a long and tried experience, and all can, can foresee how how it might come out in the wash, and it didn't come out well. No, for <laughs> no, it didn't. So, but when you first meet a manager, I assume there's like a little meeting. Uh, yeah. And from said meeting, do you, as we all do, do you form a sort of opinion quite quickly on the person? You're trying which to, which might yeah. change it's pretty, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty in instantaneous but the you know the other the other opinions you form come from training yeah um so the sort of drills and the and the way and the game plan that they want to play so um but yeah, yeah i mean there's there's always a first meeting and you know players players respond differently to 
to, to different managers, don't forget. So yeah, yeah. even yeah. within 11 players, some might love one manager and some might yeah. hate the same one. Hmm. Yeah. So have you ever had it where your opinions changed over the time, as in maybe at first you thought, oh, he's a bit of a spoon, <laughs> and then later on you thought, oh, I like this guy, and vice versa. Yeah. Someone you liked yeah, a mean, lot, and then we're like, you know what? He ain't so good, actually. Is anything like that? You don't have yeah, to name names, of sure. course. In fact, do not, but there you go. I mean, you can. No, um, I mean, he ain't listening. No, they're not listening. You can you can tend to get caught up in the talk that certain managers bring bring, bring to a club, and um, not to say the enthusiasm, but you know that they they have a big game plan mm. um, for the season. You know that we're going to win the league. We're going to do all of this, and then we get to we get to the business end of a game and. You know decisions which the majority of the squad see as quite clear, i.e., drag someone and th- throw throw someone who can put the put the ball in the net onto the pitch. Yeah. As soon as those don't start to happen, your opinion of their managerial style changes. Yeah, really, relatively rapidly. Right, I see. Uh. Well, you've got um, James Prosser this year. Um, it seems to be going well so far. Mm. Yeah. So, um, what is it, what? How's it different? Yeah, it is very different. It's it's really positive. The other thing is that we've got a fantastic group of group of lads. Oh yeah. Um, who the glamour? I you know I use that word carefully, but you know ca- Capital Prem is what the first team was in last year, and that's no longer around. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ones that have stayed, and the ones that have come in, understand that there's a certain level of work ethic and and mucking in that that needs to happen right yep so it's a combination of the right players a a good um a good work ethic and also a bit of bit of bonding which is going on which is which is i can only see as positive if we manage to have this season yeah yeah so have you met winton roofer is he in and around getting involved or um is he just sort of a a a big name to have on the on the website of island bay What, what is it yeah, he got involved. Oh, wow. he okay. got involved. Okay. Not with um, he specifically took the the forwards for a drill, nice. which, which mm-hmm. looked r- rather intense. Mm-hmm. But um, all reports were that it was pretty good oh. and exciting. Wow, that is exciting. So James JJ's versus Alts friendly in January this year. Can you remember it? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good day that yeah. So Bryn, you played in goal. You came along. You filled in. That was lovely of you. Um, you played at the back as well. Which was nice, um, and yeah, you seemed like you had a nice day running around. Really, I did too. I did too. Did you remember anything? Um, anything particular from that that day? Um, did you bang home a goal? I I may have banged in a goal, James. Did you Did you do that? Do you remember remember that day as well, James? This is not the one I was at, is it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you were there. Is that you were with that? We beat the Alts that day. Yeah, three. Beat the Alts. Yeah, three one. Oh right, okay. Oh, was he there? Yeah, yeah. He played centre back for us. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't remember. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, right. I had a good, good kick around. It was. Yeah, what do you think of that game? That was when I was on well, the sideline. Well, first I wanted to draw. Yeah. It was. It was a. It was one of those hot and windy days. I know we've been, you guys have been talking a lot about what do you take the wind or the or the sun oh yeah it go was on. a double whammy that day mm. double uh, whammy but, but, but before we go on which would you which which do you prefer I wind, would take wind the or sun the wind oh, god's sake yes alright 
You win in about 5 0, you know? Uh, yes, of course I am. <laughs> Can't believe you're drafting bloody first teamers for our friendly. Well, I wouldn't have had a team otherwise, would I? So I'd have had like 10 or 9 or something. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, no. So Al, I do remember Al banging home an absolute worldie from forty-five, forty-five, forty-six, 45 maybe. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it was it was a just um, a great moment. Yeah. Did you did you see my goal, Bryn? About four or five weeks ago. I didn't. <laughs> I no but I do there. remember oh, from that game. <laughs> I remember from that game, James. I I don't think we've met actually in person, but no, there no. was a. You were standing on the sideline in pajama pants. Yes, yeah, Star Wars ones. Those Star Wars, I had yeah, Batman man. in my head, but ah, okay. regardless, it was hot and they were flannel. Oh, right. Yeah, man. Christmas present. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. And I was hungover. When I'm hungover, I like to wear shit like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, James has a lot of problems with kit in general. Like, um, we played the, yeah. the Phoenix last year. You know, I'm sort of, they've got five coaches and we've got oh, me. Yeah. And, um, James tries to run on like I'm subbing on a 42 year old against loads of 14 year olds which is fine obviously <laughs> but um, then he um, he runs on with his shirt his work shirt still on and um, he has to, he gets about six yards on the pitch has to turn around and run back off again because he's an idiot and I'm being looked at by all their coaches like I'm a clown I yeah, thought it was jumpers for goalposts you know yeah so we you know looked really really stupid for that few minutes so thanks very much for that James you uh, made it look silly in front of the Phoenix so have you, are you have, I've, I've still got a few questions Al if you if you're done yeah 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 you go why did you take on the club captain role uh, because Al stood down oops oh, oh yes. yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault Al and what, what does it entail without boring us to death if I, is there a is there a nice brief way of explaining the club captain's role yeah, admin. Yeah, admin. <laughs> Lots of admin. Yep. Uh, I can't read my own writing. It's all over the bloody shop. Hold on. Um, <laughs> do you ever find? Hang on a minute. Let me see. <laughs> do you ever get tired of playing at such a high level and just think, you know what? I'll drop down a few levels and just be the boss, not the manager boss, just bossing the pitch. Don't you get uh, tired of all them bloody good opponents? I get tired of losing. I think that's different from good. Well, there opponents. you go. Drop down. <laughs> Come play for the Olds, no, I mean, man. <laughs> I, I'm, my my personal ethos is that I'll run my my body ragged um, and hang on with my fingertips for as long as possible. You're not quite ready for our level so, yet. Yeah. <laughs> so that determination, uh, you know, good uh, key aspect to be at your level. Um, what other things do you think it takes to be at that top level? Um, and a little side question is, do you have to sacrifice anything? Because I'm thinking you do a lot of training, mm. for example. I'm thinking of like professional tennis players who just hit a ball 12 hours a day. Like, you know, do you sacrifice anything in your uh, quest to be a first division player? I mean, it is a lot of time. A successful um, Yeah. Especially when you start working, which I think is because we have a very young squad and um, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of kids still at, still at university, so you got time on your hands, which is an absolute treat. But then, as soon as you start working, it, it you know, it's an mm. absolute suck on your on your um on on your time and on your energy. And you know, it's a whole it's a whole Saturday. It's one one of your two days 
off at the yeah. weekend. Um, so you know that you, you you give up those, and if, if you have a if you're lucky enough to have a partner or or someone who really enjoys your company, you, the whole of the winter's off in terms of um, yeah in terms of trips. If you're lu- if you're lucky enough to have the opportunity to go away on those or I- anything like that, so it's you know you you end up giving up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the big difference for us is that you know the JJs you can take a week off whenever you want mm. if you like whereas at, at that level again um, basically yeah you can't take any time off at all like you're not allowed wow yeah yeah you, you, you can't miss a Tuesday or Thursday or Saturday without a decent for week. sure for yeah, sure yeah. so um, you know basically if you're in that team you're stuck in Wellington yeah. for the entire winter you know what I mean wow yeah so it's if not, you're s- yeah so it's not ideal if you're yeah. like yeah. if you're like sick do you need a sick note or something <laughs> no a doctor's note does help with the with the banter you get from the boys, but other than that, no. If you're sick, you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. one that has come up previously, which is absolutely hysterical, is the boys ring in for um. Oh, it was the girlfriend's birthday last night, so I couldn't make it to training, and <laughs> Mick Wait <laughs> tore someone to shreds, shreds oh when they when they came up with that excuse. <laughs> sort of highlighted what you could miss training for and that was a family death or if you're really sick right right okay Christ. that's the criteria wow are you listening Jamie Patterson <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, yeah. um, what position are you Bryn sorry centre back have you always been a centre back I'm sort of starting to ask this weekly but I do think it's interesting how people change have you always been pretty much I know you're going to play elsewhere but Always been your main centre back, eh? Yeah, I can't, I can't do anything well, higher up the pitch. I get altitude sickness quite quickly. I mean, you yeah. can play anywhere across the back, though, right? You're right. It's a good point. I can play anywhere across the back, but that's usually because there are better centre backs in the team, right? Um, <laughs> and I just want to play. <laughs> so even as a kid, you were just like, "My God, I love this sport. I want to be at the back defending." Is that? <laughs> did you have a yeah. a hero defender, for example, a famous? Oh, Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher. Dan Do you Agger. support Liverpool by any chance? What about Swansea? Yes. Oh, what about okay. Swansea? <laughs> I hope the season continues, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. Al is right. I'm, my family's from Swansea, so that's my first team. But oh, when okay. Swansea were down in lonely League One, you have to have a premiership team. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on. We've discussed this. <laughs> we discussed this <laughs> once before, Bryn. Yeah, because... The, the answer... When, when Stoke were relegated, I wasn't allowed a Premier League team. God, no. <laughs> yeah, so Mr. Bootland, we agreed that it was three or four divisions or something. Yeah, like. I, th- I yeah, think I'd take that. Mm. I think we decided there got to be at least at least three divisions below before you can start uh, thinking yeah. about another team. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Non-league. Um, Non-league. I mean, they're Welsh though. That's the other thing is that then you've got two countries, right? Yeah. Supporting one, you're trying to you're trying to spread it across, James. I mean, that's my only counter argument. Right. Okay. Spread it around, spread it around, spread the love. <laughs> um, oh, what's your hopes for the season? Realistic ones, Bryn. Ooh. Realistically, if the season, yeah, realistically, I would love for the season to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we we have a really good shot of getting promoted. Yeah. With the with the team that we have, so mm-hmm. that that's it, number one. But last season, lower down the table, is that right? I might be totally wrong. Relegated. We're relegated. Oh, you're from the thingy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, I think pre-season seems to have gone quite good. You've got some big names, uh, Caleb Hibron and Jamie Mason. 
Yeah. Yeah, and um, they've both signed for us from higher divisions. Is that right? They were like, um, you know, they've been Central League, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, spot on for both of them. Yeah, yeah. So why have they come down to Cat One? Is that purely the coach? Yeah, I mean, hands down, hands down, it's due to the coach. I mean, um, he has that sort of, you know, he has that sort of draw for players and. Um, Speaking from only the preseason with him, he's he's fantastic. He's energetic and he knows what he wants to do, and he can garner the right support from the right players. So, nice. um, it, it's a at, at this level, a lot of that, a lot of <laughs> what a coach can bring is um, attracting attracting talent. That's like me at the alts. <laughs> I got Alan from from a second a cap two team. What a coup that was Ooh. for a cap six team, eh, Bryn? Fancy. That's the sort of thing. I think it was be Star Wars pants. <laughs> that uh, win anyone over, they would. <laughs> um, right, I'll do the quick fire round, Bryn. You're gonna have to. This is all mainly right. about your teammates. So I hope you're all pally enough because some of these answers uh, will be offensive in a way I guess if you've heard the last few podcasts alright then so in your team who is the most intelligent Bryn um, we have Finn Swordshark Soldier, who is an architect I think yeah. oh. um, and also Doc, Dr. Dave, uh, who, Dr. Dave. Um, <laughs> who is a fresh lad out of Otago Uni doing his Medical studies, continue medical studies in Wellington. Ooh. Good looking too, cool. and single ladies. Oh, hello. Lock up your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right then, Dr. Dave, PhD. Um, who's the thickest, Bryn? Um, Tyler Nye can be. Tyler right Nye. Son, oh, yeah. Is he a thick arms? Is he? So is he? Is he? Um, is he? thick academically or is he just a bit he's not no. very street smart I, I don't even know if that, that's the best way to describe it he just <laughs> is he a bit slow maybe he doesn't care enough he just doesn't care enough <laughs> oh, he's dopey <laughs> so he's like a bit a little bit of a you know a higher class Jerry uh, yeah. alright um, who's the funniest guy in your team who's the good crack well I've got the most banter but it's awful so that doesn't <laughs> count as anything yeah, um, qu- quality over quantity yeah <laughs> Roy, Roy Carl Fleury has a very dry sense of humour which makes me giggle yeah superstar striker and can crack a smile cool um, who would you not like to get into a fight with in your team <laughs> I used to call um, this the tough guy but I think we'll always give the same answer so I want to go with it more as a, someone about fighting basically who, who, who's, a, who's a tough guy fighting wise not on the pitch Although they could well, be well, Jeremy Sutton thinks that he can swing a punch, and he's got a bit of a reach, so yeah. I'd stay away from him. Yeah, especially, is he a big especially out in the town. Is he a centre back? He's uh, a big boy. Yeah, he is a centre back. Oh right, yeah, centre centre backs are always tough. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. it's not often it's a winger. <laughs> now, to be fair, we do have a brand new um, centre defensive midfielder from the Carpety Coast, and he acts like he's from the Carpety Coast, so I might switch my answer if that's all right. I've just thought about Lockie, and if he's listening, <laughs> Lockie, you are the hardest. Lockie, God, he almost sounds like Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> all right, anyway, whatever that means. So um, opposite of that, uh, who's the uh, who's the softy of the team? Mm. Who's a rat um, pushover? Sam Wright. Sam Wright. made of glass. <laughs> 
Is he? Yeah. What position is he? Yeah. He's a winger, isn't he, or a striker? Uh, yeah, he sits in behind. He's a winger or sits in behind the, the front yeah. two. He's I an amazing player. He's, he plays for New Zealand football, I'm pretty sure, but fucking hell. Yeah. Made a glass. <laughs> um, uh, What's your proudest footy moment, Bryn? Um, we in won. Your life. Well, I, I've actually got two. From a, an achievement mm-hmm. standpoint, we won Division 1, which is yep. the second division, at high school with Wellington High School, which cool. f- for listeners who don't know is. Mm-hmm the artsy school or the stoner school and don't have a strong um, sporting program so we won that title that was massive we Mm -hmm. won that title um, with a a really strong strong team and it was good for the school I thought Mm. cool 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 Um, I spent a bit of time um, in Bougainville which is in Papua New Guinea and um, Bryce sorry Bryce Fleury the legend um, he sent over a whole heap of Island Bay old Island Bay training gear and we handed them out to all the local teams up there oh cool that's pretty cool that's pretty cool Um, do you have a sort of uh, saddest football moment I don't know we use it we're sad because that might involve uh, yellow point it's not really what I'm going for I mean yeah a low in football Getting getting relegated last year easily. Really, yeah. was it was it? horrible, horrible. Worst year yeah, of football. Yeah. It, easily. it wasn't wow. ideal. No, it was. Were you, were you close in each game? Uh, you know, was it was we, it was it teetered. turning draws we, into yeah. wins the difference or anything like that? Or I don't know. Fuck. It was attitude at the end of the day. We teetered for about three games where we could have t- taken mm. it, mm. and they were winnable games. Um, and in my f- honest opinion, a lot of players didn't turn up. And yeah, yeah, that's what there were some of us um, who put blood, sweat, and tears into it. Yeah, um, yeah, and carried, carried a mental load. Mm. I mean, that was the thing. It seemed like there was a big gap between like the the ones who sort of really came, you know, Isaac, um, Finn, 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 yeah, um, and yourself, obviously. And then there seemed to be a lot who, when you walked down the club afterwards, they didn't seem at all that bothered. Um, yeah. But so why spent, would they not be bothered? Like how? I mean, I, at that I, level, as we keep saying, they must be mad into footy like yourself. So why would they not be mm. bothered? I I don't know, James. It's a question I keep asking myself and ask myself that whole season. Um, and you, we spent. They don't half like to be at the bottom, pre-season. maybe. Mm. Yeah, we, we spent half the season trying to get them into the mindset of look, this is a massive thing for the club. Um, and if we fail, you know, we're letting a lot of people down, not just yourself. But I don't know. It's ownership, I think, perhaps. And a lot of young boys who are still learning their trade and learning learning how to give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tough. It's a difference. It's a difference. So mm-hmm. do you think being down the bottom end of the table as well is a sort of... I don't know if it was alien for anybody, but did that uh, have a knock-on effect in attitudes and performance, just being down the bottom, confidence? Yeah, I, it did, but no doubt being down the bottom of the table racks your confidence, but you need players that then take that on as a challenge and, and yeah. respond respond to that. And so you, you, you really you really see the difference in, in responses and the difference in playing styles between those that give a shit and those that don't yeah don't care mm-hmm. they're just there to play football and it's not like <laughs> no one's collecting checks no one's just turning up but that's what that's what yeah. they were doing they were just turning up 
Yeah. It's bizarre. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so halfway through that season, obviously, there was a change of manager. Um, Tin left and was replaced by Martin. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, so um, how did how did that go? It was ex- I think we won two. Um, but the, we changed the manager and then we went away to Wainui, of all places, to play the league leaders. Right. Um, and bet them. Oh. So we had a, the thing that got me was that we had a team capable of of beating the league leaders, mm. and for all intents and purposes, shouldn't have come bottom of the table. Oh, we didn't come bottom of the table, but shouldn't have been relegated. But no. No. Um, we we did. So we felt that boost for a couple of games, and then it just people people went off the boil. Mm. So yeah, there was a point that you looked like you were going to get out of it, um, and. Mm. You know, then you had a couple of wins and that, and then it just kind of went south. The turning point was away at um, Vic Uni, who, you, you know, have a couple of useful players, but they're, they're young, right? So you just mm, yeah. beat the shit out of them for the first half and then roll them roll them with goals for the second, but they did that to us, which right. was yeah, it's not ideal, no. awful. No awful idea. to be on, on the other end of. Ugh. So how many points adrift were you in the end of safety? Four, five. Oh, okay, so it didn't go to the last game or anything like that. No. Second, oh. second to last, there to last. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I'm raking up old wounds there, so I'll uh, go back yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, I'll happy start crying time. soon. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> Loves coming on this podcast and making me feel depressed. <laughs> and then there's a lockdown to deal with as well. Um, Brad, I have to ask this because otherwise the the viewers would be disappointed. <laughs> Would you prefer mm. to be a hideously ugly? Uh, footballer uh, not like Frank Ribery, no. uh in the Premiership really like ugly though yeah alright he hasn't had a car accident has he Al? no 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 he hasn't no. <laughs> okay his, his uh, football is a car crash okay uh, like Phil Jones yeah but with a few extra mangled teeth all over the place or um, uh, or a very 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 attractive player in League 2 obviously we're sorry we're talking about an English football here but you get the drift which would you prefer, um, Bryn? Ugly. Ugly. Playing the best <laughs> footy ever. But, I mean, we choose to be good-looking, James, because... You know, yeah, I'll tell you why in a minute as well. Yeah, yeah, but we choose to be good-looking. People like Jerry and Bryn, they don't know what it's like to be, you know, ugly, you see. So... I Well, I disagree. I played a whole season... Neither do two. I! <laughs> my god i played I, I played a whole season down south um without my four front teeth oh, oh, imagine really? that imagine nice. that coming are out they're fucking ugly mm. they oh. are they are falsy yeah well that's him well that was the thing right that was the thing so i initially started with a mouth guard and fucking that didn't work um because i couldn't yell and ah, so I took the falsies right. out and played with an empty forefront teeth and still yelled and couldn't enunciate. Oh, 100%. Couldn't hear, couldn't hear a single yeah, word. Terrifying. Couldn't hear a single word. So it was just, it was white noise coming out. <laughs> oh my God. So you're shouting and your tongue's just flying through that massive gap in Fly, the front. Yeah, yeah. You're just dribbling your all over. sort of crumples in. It's not a good look. It's good not dribbler. A good look. <laughs> Uh, I think we, I'll I choose the other one. I choose the handsome one just because I think, because I'm in my 40s, you're mid 30s, yeah. and I know that there's a lot of life left after your uh, 
35, yeah. It's a very short time. Right. Uh, and they're thinking, oh, well, when I'm old, I don't need to be uh, handsome. But you do. You do still need to be handsome, like me. So, uh, yeah. Young people, eh? Yeah, bloody <laughs> young people. Oh, I want to be ugly. Yeah, my ass. Right. Uh, I think I've got one more question. All right. Uh, what's been your favourite part of this podcast so far? Not today, I mean in general from your listenings. Oh. Do you have oh, a favourite part uh, or conversation uh, or section? I do. It's the um, the clearly false stories that you come up with, James. <laughs> Ryan Fibs. L can see right through. <laughs> Ryan Fibs, there you go. That's I don't know if you heard last week, but I nearly had him last week, man. He was a bit... Well, I, almost, I almost went the other way. I almost yeah. went the other way. Well, I'm on a killer crocodiles in a moat. I thought this is it. I've got him. I just need to find the <laughs> maddest story. There's too much ever. detail. Your, uh, your your true stories have too much detail. I mean, I'm yeah. not sure. Like literally, <laughs> Sam, Kenny Sampson is the most boring man in the whole world. <laughs> He's not gonna be running around with a, with, a, with a bald wig on, is he? Let's be honest with a friends. <laughs> if Sansom loses his hair, he loses his power. That's what it said, man. It's, Could it's have been true. Not, it's, it's not likely, though, is it? Shame. Not with Kenny Sansom. <laughs> now, this would be normally the time we'd discuss a bit of JJs and alts and stuff, but we've got absolutely nothing to say, have we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got... I mean, there's fees. We've got about... I've only got about six collected, and it feels a bit weird asking... Yeah, I'm not asking. I mean, this might be a bit boring. <laughs> no, maybe. Well, this, this well, a lot of people are interested in this. So the last I heard, it's April sixteenth is the deadline, right? Fifteenth. Is that right? Fifteenth. Fifteenth. Yeah. Um, I can't see many people wanting to pay before then. No. Um. Mm. So. Will there be an update on that, do we think? Because I was going to start asking a week before, which would actually be two days from now, and it just doesn't feel right at the moment. No. No, uh, well, it's. I think we're waiting, waiting from a government level directive as to whether or not this four weeks will continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Capital Football take their sweet time to make a decision as, a, yep. as, as what avenue they'll go down and then... Yeah. And then our club will so yeah. it's a trickle down effect but we've got to wait for the first step in order to yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, to crack on I'm not going to ask I don't I don't uh-huh. think they shouldn't really be asking yet I mean there's no point refunding certain amounts or you know we don't know what's going to happen you might as well just uh, wait a little bit and also because we want to do a nice total cost because we're going to get here's some alt news for you you'll be interested in this Bryn we're getting some new socks Oh, well done. In your face. Nice. Or on your feet. Whatever <laughs> you want to do. Hoops, but, I believe. Ah, we well, yeah, I was going to say, so if you look behind you, Bryn, uh, Bryn is sat in front of a black and white stripy wall. Now, uh, that's the uh, look we're going for for our socks. Right, I see. <laughs> it could be a Swansea theme. Yeah, he loves Swansea. Um, <laughs> yeah, the we're going to get some uh, hooped ones. There was a big discussion about switching to white, which I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wanted red which black, black, red, I don't know where that came from, but they love it. Right. It got, got a lot of people interested. <laughs> mm. uh, and then someone just went hoops. Oh. We did a little diagram of what it looked like, and it looked bloody awesome. And they're quite cheap at the minute, so hey, we're going to get some hooped socks. Oh, fancy. Important. 
news for you there. Mm. I think I'll switch off. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> View, viewers, are you listening? <laughs> I'm getting some new socks, viewers. <laughs> As we've got yeah. F all to talk about, I was going to have a quick 30-second conversation. Pro Evo versus FIFA. <laughs> FIFA, every time. Uh, no! You've got to have the right names. You've got to have the right names ah. on the right shirts. But on Pro Evo, you do a little bit of work. You have to download it yourself, but you install it and it has all the kits and everything. So now I've got... Admin. Sexy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a more, admin. Admin. more admin. Uh, and it did take me, honestly, about 10 hours on Sunday. <laughs> but uh, hey, it's done now. Now I can play with all the proper teams. I mean, you say it took 10 hours, but it took half an hour to do the proper kits and teams and the rest of the time... Yeah. just making the alts and the JJs. So you've you've made our teams for most of the time. Oh, you spent most oh of your time fiddling around like that, haven't you? Time well spent. Time <laughs> well spent. I'm telling. Okay, yeah, that bit was half an hour. Right. But yeah, I've done the whole alts team, names, faces, hair, <laughs> hairstyles. Amazing. Oh well, I've done the whole. I've done the players. Yeah, of course I have. Age. You know, me, me, Cragsy and Stevie have all got wrinkles on our heads. Right. And, so now I have to know. do the JJs, do I? I did the kit for you. I've done oh. the kit already with a sponsor. I can send you that if you like. All right. So well, uh, thanks very much. You know that's that's a great help. Okay, James. Would you like to hear Fat Man this week? It is Fat Man, not Stat Man. Oh, it's definitely Fat Man. Is that yes. a Fat Man? That is a Fat Man. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. There goes your theme tune. Do you think? Alright, okay. So after all the talk last week of me being really old as a debutant, and there was lots of talk last week and in the commentary about how Stevie is our oldest player. So um, I thought I'd talk to you about the oldest players I could find. How about oh, that? Okay. Game? Yeah. So professional ones, I imagine. Yes, yes, they played professionally. Uh, I've seen just, a few at Wakefield Park, you know. Yeah, the Masters do have some interesting. Looking like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, the first two yards are in the red, probably. Yeah. Something like that. But um, yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about old players. And the oldest current player in the world currently plays in Japan, James. Japan. Oh, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of links with Japan. You uh, are a Japanese. Those fan. being I used to live there. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I've got a half Japanese baby. This is really, really uh good for me, this. Go on. Yeah, go on. Elaborate. So he's the <laughs> oldest player in the world. He's still playing in the top division. In the world. And it, his name is Kazuyoshi Miura. I know of this guy. No, you know. Uh, well, uh, yeah, King Kaz is his nickname. King I know Kaz. of this guy. Yeah. yeah. He, um, I had a student in Japan. I used to have one-to-one students with adults later on in my Japanese time. And uh, <laughs> I remember asking some, uh, it was like an office, uh, what you call it, a uh, corporate class. And there was a bunch of businessy people. Yeah. And, I asked and were you still guy, dressed like you normally dress with your flares on and that? Um... That's a good question. I think probably yes. I think I did, yes. Because the idea was to bring your your own flavour. Right, and I my see. My flavour is cords and trainers. Yes. And a daft t-shirt that just about fits. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, right, good. Okay. So that was before my belly came out. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah I just remember asking, like, uh, who's your hero, I think, was a question to them all. Yeah. And he said, oh, King Cuz. Um, and <laughs> right. he explained to me some guy who's about 40-odd, quite yeah. late 40s, who's still banging the goals in for some decent Japanese team. Mm. So, yeah, so he's currently yeah. 53 years old, playing yeah. freshman in Japan for Yokohama FC. Yeah, uh, Christ, so, yeah. he's still going. Because when I found out about that, it had been about five years ago. And yeah. even then, I thought, wow, he's an old bugger. And he's still doing it, eh? Still banging him in. Still banging him in. Is he? Yeah. Um, Not. They must be letting him. <laughs> just, yeah. It's going to be a Japanese respect thing. No, I mean, I'll he looks. He does look like the kind of guy who's going to be still like built like a rock at 85. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he, he's oh, yeah. going to be all right for a while. Um, the oldest player to make their Premier League debut was in 2009 for Burnley, a glamour one. It's a glamorous one, this. Uh, uh, 37 years old, Graham Alexander. So he made his Premier League debut slightly later than I made my cap Prem debut. My Thank Lord, you. the Premier League, one of the biggest leagues in the world, and he's, he finally hit it at 37. Yeah, that's pretty he took mad. a good penalty. That's what I know about him, but that's enough about that guy. Um, but, but, but was he playing for them for a number of years or did, had they just signed him as an emergency? I think he was an emergency, yeah, yeah. So he only played a few times, but there you go. Graham, Graham Alexander. Alexander. Isn't right, that the guy right who invented back. the phone? There he is again. <laughs> with Bellend. Bellend. You Bellend. 37-year-old Bellend, isn't he? Yeah. You are a Bellend, yes. Jokes aside. Yeah. Um, and then the oldest debutant of all time, uh, is is a is one of your funny stories, James? But this is a real one. Um, he um, is a guy called Humberto Filizola, who at the age of forty four, oh. at the age of forty four, made his debut for the, in the Mexican Premier League for a club called Caracaminos, and it turns out yeah, he boy. was the president of this club, yeah. and he's just gone. I'm playing up front today, lads, uh, and he's just yeah. started up front. So, yeah, he lasted 28 minutes uh, on the pitch and missed a sitter, and that was that. So, well done. Jesus. Well done, why, Humberto. Why, why just 28 minutes? I mean, I know why, why, but, like, what? Because he, he was out of breath. He was done. <laughs> but he, so he volunteered to Yeah, yeah he off. subbed himself off, yeah, after 28 minutes. For so. God's sakes, what a dick. So there you go. There's my facts about old people. Uh, facts! Hi, hi, Stevie. Hello. Hi Stevie. Miss you, Stevie. Woo! Stevie, yeah! Oh, I've... I got cramp in my foot. Hang on. Oh my god, I'm sitting cross legged on the floor like an idiot. Hold on. Oh god. <laughs> ah, hold on. Ah! <laughs> right, chaps, you want to play Ryan Fibs? Of course, of course. That's what I'm here for. Okay, we just got the two stories. Yeah, I'm you're pumped. playing Brendan. Bryn, Brendan, Bryn, you're playing. Mm. Here we go. Right, I'm gonna call this first one um, a hero in hiding. Excuse me, what? So, there was once this young lad, right, who played for his local pub team called the Wheat Sheaf FC. The team was called Wheat Sheaf FC, yeah. And the lad's name was Rodney Cones, right? Now, Rodney did something a bit special for the Wheat Sheaf and became essentially their most legendary ever player. And what he did was he scored the second goal in a memorable 2-0 win against their big rivals, the Bunch of Grapes FC. 
which all but guaranteed their first league success in many years. But he also cemented his legendary status towards the end of the game when he lashed out and punched a bunch of grapes player in the face. Uh, and the guy he hit he hit was despised even in his own village because he was one of them bully types from a from a bully family. Anyway. He started to get a lot of unwanted attention in his village from the villagers and the media there, like the media being like church pamphlets and stuff. But the problem mm-hmm. is that he was a bit on the shy side, okay? So he didn't really appreciate all the adoration that suddenly came his way, you know? He finally decided the only way around it was to leave, not just the village, but the country. <laughs> Ooh, right. He decided yeah. to live in a town called Plovdiv in Bulgaria. <laughs> And he settled in just fine there and enjoyed the new life he had. But he'd heard rumours that the people in his home village were still looking for him. And he became quite seriously paranoid that he was being watched and followed. So to solve this problem once and for all, he finally took the rash decision to alter his appearance as drastically as he could. And he pretty much became a woman, right? Not the full (laughs) op. Just the way he dressed and behaved, okay? (laughs) He now called himself Mivi which is a Bulgarian right. name meaning protected. And he even legally changed his name to that so he couldn't be tracked by the fanatical Wheat Sheaf supporters. He even Maybe got the he cones. Uh, the cones, I think he, cha- he changed that as well, otherwise it'd be too easy, but I don't know the surname. Um, right. He changed his name to Mivy. Uh, he got the nickname Strawberry Mivy as he was mainly seen wearing a pair of jeans that had images of strawberries on them. Anyway, okay. fast forward eight years and he has to go home for a close relative's funeral and of course he does mm-hmm. it as Strawberry Mivy and his old best right. mate from school is there and no matter how much makeup he's got on he still sees enough to get a hunch that it's him and he puts two and two right. together with a funeral and that and goes to confront him. Mivy confesses that yes, she is Rodney <laughs> Cones and fills him in on the story if he promises not to tell anyone, right? Right. Anyway, Mivy heads off to the airport and they're lining the departure lounge are over 35 Wheat Sheaf FC fans. And they're saying, Rodney, show us the punch. Rodney, Rodney, show us the punch. And he can't help but smile. And he does a little punch to the delight of the Wheat Sheaf fans. And then he looks and sees his old best mate, gives a little nod and mouths the words, thank you, and walks off. And they never saw him again. Right? It's a long right, one, that yeah, one, good. isn't it? Rodney Corns. Yeah. <laughs> or Strawberry Mivy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. The, sec- the right. second and final one is called <laughs> Sexy Time with Franz B. Okay. Yeah, of course. Now this yeah. one, is, Franz B. It's Franz Beckenbauer. So this right. one is about um, it's about Germany in particular, Franz Beckenbauer, and numbers right. and sex. So as the German for six is uh, sex, that's yeah. why we're calling it Sexy Time with Franz. Right. right. Now Franz okay. Beckenbauer is a top player and manager, as we know. He was the manager of the Germany team that beat England on penalties, dead jammily in the 1990 World Cup semis. Well, him, you know, football players do adverts and that, Al, you know, they do sponsorships and that. Well, he was doing one for O2, the mobile phone people, right? And they sold loads of phones in Germany because of his adverts, you know, because he was respected Mm -hmm. in that. And so they said, Franz, you sell phones (laughs) in high volume. As in, many, many phones, as opposed to phones that be super loud. So we make offer to you, yeah? Do can have an any telephone number you want. Go ahead, choose one, bitte. So he chooses 017-666-6666, right? He said he wanted the number because it was easy to remember in. 
The problem with that was 0176, the first four digits, were the usual prefix numbers for mucky chat lines in Germany, right? <laughs> you know those okay. that you call and talk about rude stuff like bums and wee-wee and stuff like that, right? So what bums started happening... <laughs> yeah, well, over bums there, and yeah. Bums and wee-wee. Uh, so Bernie will tell you that. So what started <laughs> happening was some fruity Germans started calling him by mistake, and this was doing his head in, and it hit a peak of yeah. annoyance to him when one of the calls was bang in the middle of the night, and he woke up yeah. and answered it, you know in case it was Sepp Blatter or one of his mates, and a gravel-voiced mm -hmm. fellow was on the other end asking Franz to talk dirty, ya, and come on, turn me on, it's kinky time. So, yeah, Franz <laughs> got his number changed finally to one with less sexes in it. Uh, okay. Bryn, I'll let you go first, as the guest. Which one is true and which one is false? Oh, I have to take Bickenbauer. That's true. You're saying Beckenbauer is true. It's an interesting yeah. answer. Alan uh, Copeland, have you got an answer? What's your answer? Yes. I mean, it's... I'd love the Wheat Chief. I love the Wheat Chief with their 35 fans. But in short, it, it's obviously Beckenbauer. It's it's just obvious. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. No, see, Bryn, Bryn. <laughs> on this whole thing, I tried to lower the details of the Franz Beckenbauer story and up the details of the of the hero in hiding story, and it still didn't yeah. work. I think you got to you got to you got to balance them quite nicely because other one way is too extreme, the other way is too extreme, the other way. So uh, get a balance. God yeah. damn it! I tell you what, it's getting harder though. The stories, the, the true stories, are getting less and less mad. Without the madness yeah. of the true story, I'm stuffed. Yeah, you need them to be like real, real, real strange, real stories, don't you? Bloody killer crocodiles. Wow. I mean, <laughs> Franz Beckenbauer has sexy lines. You just can't believe it when you start no, with no. your silliness and you I always had a cheesy quote at the end, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Like you always had a thank you. Oh. Yeah. The one that got me, the, the bit that got me on that was, what do you say, Bulgaria? At, at least go France or something. <laughs> right, but you need to go somewhere cheap. I actually went on the internet for, to find that town. I, I typed in Bulgarian cities, and there is a place called Plovdiv. So I was like, that'll get him. If yeah, Al, if Al so. does Googling mid-story, mid then he'll think, bloody hell, he's telling the truth. Because <laughs> I'm sure he's cheating. <laughs> but, so, wait, wait, wait. You think this I need bullshit. to... You think I need to Google this to figure this out? Well, maybe last week, maybe. I can't see you anymore. <laughs> well, that's just silly, isn't it? I mean... All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, well done. Hopefully, hopefully I got some of the viewers out. All right. Okay, so it's time for... I need a theme tune for this, eh? Like You uh... need to make one of some sort, yeah. Yeah, I'll figure that one out. Yeah. All Insert right. theme tune here. Yes. I be universe. I be universe. I be, I be, I be, I be universe. Right. So, uh, I be universe episode. Is it only episode three? Uh, yes. Yes. You had Martin. You had Martin, uh, and then you had Stevie's uh, confusing trip. Oh shit! My God, it feels like I've been doing it for years. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound like it though. But um. <clears throat> Right, so lockdown, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tough yeah. to handle for everyone, some more so than others. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you can be fine, but then the person you live with isn't. 
and in mm. turn that ends up having an effect on you and then suddenly you're not fine either right maybe like yourself and jerry al yeah i mean yeah. yeah yeah we go peaks and troughs yeah yeah so it's a bit yeah. about that really um okay because this has been the problem over at the dry household ah uh, for, right for those that don't know that's brad and josh from the alts you see okay. the brothers so uh they both have decided to lock down together yeah yeah. and do some uh, brotherly bonding through the crisis, right? <laughs> right okay. uh, the problem is, Brad isn't taking it too well, right? <clears throat> so right. here we go, here's Brad. <clears throat> okay. This food sucks, brah! I'm sick of spaghetti hoops! <laughs> Josh, bread, it's all we have left in the pantry. I promise we wouldn't run out of spaghetti hoops, and have I, or have I not been true to my word, yes? <laughs> well, you have, but I wish you flipping hadn't. I'd rather starve than eat another spaghetti hoop. Bridley, don't you dare show such a lack of appreciation for everything I am doing here to keep you safe and healthy. Just think your lucky stars spaghetti hoops come in bloody tins or else you'd be eating thin air this time next month, young man. I wish, and I wish you'd get lost. I'm sick of you even more than I am of spaghetti hoops. Right, that's right. it. Uh, sorry. Right, that's it. I'm had just about enough of you. Upstairs to bed now. Gladly. So Brad goes uh, to go up the stairs, right? But he just right. slightly catches one of his toys on the floor and right. falls over with a big thud. <laughs> and he says, Ah, oh, oh, Reef, that was a leg breaker. <laughs> no, it didn't touch you. And you're going in the book for diving. Because to discipline Brad in a fun way, if he does anything naughty, he gets like a yellow card. And if he does right. like two in one day, then he loses like screen time for the afternoon or something. Okay. So Brad says, I don't even care about what you're saying, brah. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes upstairs. <laughs> and his little dog follows him up because he's got a little dog. So um, Josh is at the end of his tether. I mean... It's tough being cooped up in your home, but it's even harder being responsible for someone else, particularly yeah. someone who is being so ill-behaved and difficult and feigning injuries every two seconds. So he decides Brad needs a figure of calm in the household, and he flicks through the super nanny section of the Yellow Pages right. and comes across one called Calmness Cal, right? Right, okay. He gives him a bell, and boom, ten minutes later, Cal from the JJs is there at the door. <laughs> right. Amazing. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, Jeffrey Boycott, Jeffrey Boycott. Right. Hey, up. Calmness Callot, you said. Oh, all right, Josh. Didn't know it were you that called. How the daft bugger are you? Ah, not so great, Cal. Brad has been so naughty, and I feel like I've lost him. <laughs> Don't fret, Joshua. Mark Garmin Yorkshire Tones, which I call Yorkshire <laughs> Tea for short, should do trick. Just like actual Yorkshire tea, they are mild and refreshing. Bloody hope so! Now at this point he notices that Cal is having a good scratch of his privates, but he just ignores it. So Cal goes up to meet Brad, who's sobbing on his bed with his dog, and Brad is like consoling himself. I'm sick of Josh! All he does is book me and feed me spaghetti hoops! You still like me, don't you, dog? And the dog licks his face, and that's when Cal comes in. Can't you bloody knock, you stupid! Oh, Cal! Oh, man, it's great to see you! Are you allowed out during the lockdown? Oh, of course, Bradley. Yorkshire lungs are full of soot and gall from pits. No ruddy virus can penetrate them, laddie. Ah, oh, cool! You're like a superhero! My favourite one's Thor! Which one do you...? And at this point, he also notices that Cal's scratching his privates. Right. 
Go ahead, son. You were about to... Christ, me John Thomas has been all out of squiff since this pandemic started. Even worse than usual. There, that got the bugger. So you're about to ask me a question, lad? Eh? Forget it. Okay, dokie. Well, I'm going to go chat to your brother. I'll be back in, Jiffy. And he goes off. Now, Brad starts to think of a plan on running away because of the breakdown in relations with Josh and because as much as he likes and respects Cal, he's a bit worried that maybe the virus has gotten onto his knackers or something. So he grabs a few things and puts them in his Monsters Inc. backpack, says bye to his dog and jumps out the window and heads for the nearby forest. Now, he didn't pack any food, Al, so it's not long before he's hungry. And he says, Oh, sure, I'm hungry. I'm a big fella and burn carbs pretty quickly. Would, <laughs> would kill for some spaghetti oops. Nah, Brid, you mustn't think like that. I hate Josh and he stinks nearly all the time. And wait, are those berries? Delicious berries? <laughs> and sure enough, he finds some berries and starts tucking in. Ah, oh, Christ, these berries are delish. I'm gonna sell them when this is all over. Brid's berries, I'll call them. That'll learn Josh. He thinks he's the shit. <clears throat> but these are those bad berries you hear about, Al, and he starts hallucinating, yeah? Yeah. And anyway, he eventually starts seeing these two little friendly-looking creatures coming towards him. All right. Ah, oh, cool. Forest friends. How did you get all the way out of here, little fillers? <laughs> oh, hi, Brad. Well, it's a long story. I don't know where to start, really. I was about the beginning, I suppose. <laughs> sure enough, start there. So it's Mark and Stefan, of course, you know, like... So Mark goes to start at the beginning of his story, but he slices it and it starts about two-thirds in. Right. And then we were like, well, dead phones and viruses are not. The community, especially the cycling ones, they're a wheelie caring bunch. They will send out a search party and we will be okay. So let's make the most of it and hide in this hole in the tree until they find us. And Brad says, Oh, man, you guys can talk. Far out. You mustn't be forest creatures, you must be aliens. If only I knew what you were saying. Aliens, Christ, you're having a laugh, ain't you, bar? I mean, we are from another country, so we are. But we aren't of the extraterrestrial variety, so to speak. I take it that's the kind you mean, son. Don't worry, guys. I won't let the government and their scientists capture you for tests. Come on, <laughs> follow me. It's this way. And he runs off, but then trips over a really small, light leaf. <laughs> ah, Riff! You must have seen that one. Christ, that was career-ending. Riff! But when he turns around, Mark and Stefan are gone. So he decides to settle down for the night under some leaves. Ah, oh, man, you've really done it now, Brid. Hehe, <laughs> I'm lucky, Brid. That's what the guys used to say. <laughs> now here I am, stuck under some bloody leaves, getting eaten by muzzies and freezing cowled, and billy full of berries, when all I want is a handful of hoops. Anyway, he drifts to sleep. Meanwhile, Josh wants to find his brother but can't go beyond his front doorstep because he abides by the rules of the lockdown. So can only shout from there. But it's not working <laughs> so far because he's not loud enough. So uh, who do we know who has a good shout on him, Al? <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, he's been in the, in the episode before, I'm guessing. Yeah, and I'll give yeah, you a clue because yeah. we, you know, we've got to get on with this really. But yeah. it, it, it's, it's quite a long in. But it's not, it's not Brendan. No, no. Uh, um, let's say hello to the vampire Martin Black again, please. Yeah, here he goes. All right, so you're correct. Yeah, it's Martin. So Josh gets Martin round. And uh, Martin says, Ark, um, after the pantos and listening to Michael Ball's soothing voice on CD, 
I swore that never again shout football stuff in a loud, resonating voice. <laughs> but this is a life and death situation. Of this I can be sure. And I know what I have to do. And he rips open his shirt, and there underneath is the yellow and black of the seagulls kit, and the logo extra large on his chest. And he turns around and he faces the forest, and the exciting music swells up and that, you know, like dun 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 dun, dun. and he takes a deep, massive, gargantuan breath in, and he shouts, Get back, son! Get back! And this sound wave shoots out from Martin and ripples through Wellington. And it's so loud it wakes up young Brad from his slumber. And he's like, Ah, yes, that was Martin, probably shouting to me. I bet it was my little brother that thought of that. God damn, I regret all the naughty shit I did. I'll follow the direction of Martin's voice and that will lead me to my home. First stop will be the pantry. I've got a date with some little round tomatoey baggers. And he does that and he gets his way home and gives Josh the biggest hug he's ever given him. I missed you, brah. I know you did, Brid. I know you did. And they go inside and Brad tells him of his adventure and the forest creatures stroke aliens he'd met. And he settles down and Josh brings him the biggest plate of spaghetti hoops he's ever known. And all is great when he hears... Oh, how could I forget? Where's my dog? It sounds like he's trying to get in. Oh, sorry, lad. That were me again. I'm just sitting over there. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> and that's the end of wow. that story, Alan. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. Fantastic. Thanks very much. You're welcome. <laughs> I enjoyed that, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You just need a... You probably need like a 45-minute episode of that, if you can, for one of the weeks. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't get tedious, would it? But... Uh... It's really hard with headphones on, I'll tell you that. It's better in your living room. I can't hear my voice. I'm like, is this yeah, good? Is it's it strange, not? I just it, assume yeah. it's good. I assume it's spot on. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so James, do you want to finish us off? Uh, well, what can I say? There's not much, really. Uh, I was just thinking, though, do you know the actor John Malkovich? Yes. Where's he yes. these days? He's not in many films these days. What happened to him? Um, he's, well, yeah, I mean, I guess he is. I guess you're right. He's disappeared, hasn't he? What's that all about? Yeah. Anyway, and the second one is, can't wait for them socks. <laughs> you, you, Can you finish us off, Al? Well, the thing I was going to say is is that, yeah, that you, you've won by cutting your own hair. You, you're ahead of the rest of us now. Ah, which is, I'm yeah, not, I'm not I saw an it. article about that and thought, easy. Yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah. So me and Brian are going to have to go a top nut, I think. Yeah, I'm heading that way. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit... Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to get a bit long. We're all going to look silly. And now you normally look silly, so now you still look the same. So that's quite you, you, normal. You don't cut your own hair either, Bryn? No, I had um I had my partner cut it the other day and I've got a mullet uh. at the back apparently, which I can't see. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's um, new. That's, that's fine. new, isn't it? <laughs> Rodney Corns had a mullet, weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course he did. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, yes, I can cut me on air. Can't wait. We'll be doing it soon. Well done. Yeah, yeah well, thanks very much for coming, Bryn. Thanks for your time. Oh, thanks for having yeah, me on, Les. Bryn, man. Yeah, it's been a real treat. Thanks very much. Um, and yeah, we'll hopefully be back soon. Keep fit, well stay do. strong. Forza JJ's, James. Up the bastard alts. Indeed. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Up the bay. Up the bay. Fins up, fins up. <laughs>